Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Carol Master along with Corey Johnson. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, gas utilities. Yeah, it, it's it's a really interesting time with the pricing of NAT gas. We've had sort of a uh, historic change in the way NAT gas is found with all the hydraulic drilling and fracking. It's really changed the business, and and uh, it's starting to make some sense of uh, this low deck for NAT gas. NAT gas uh, down about 16% so far this year. Hey, we're going to talk with uh, Ryan Kelly, Portfolio Manager at Hennessy Funds. We'll do that in just a moment. Let's get, though, an update on today's top business stories. Here is, once again, Charlie Kelly. And I thank you very much, Carol Master. People familiar with the situation say Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates considered taking military action in the early stages of their ongoing dispute with Qatar until President Trump called leaders of both countries and warned them to back off. U.S. equities are trading higher. We've got 28 minutes to go ahead of the closing bell on this Tuesday. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ advancing a record-setting day with the S&P at 2507, up three, a gain of one-tenth of one percent. The Dow up 45 to 22,377, up two-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up seven, up one-tenth of one percent. American Airlines Group says it will absolutely positively match discount fares from low-cost rivals. That, according to CEO Doug Parker signaling no end in sight for a price war that has knocked down industry shares this summer. And a person with direct knowledge of the matter says Sprint and T-Mobile U.S. have agreed that Deutsche Telekom will have control in a combination of the two companies. Sprint and T-Mobile have been in preliminary deal talks since at least August. Toys R Us filing for bankruptcy thanks to a crushing debt load from a previous buyout and relentless competition from warehouse and online retailers. The 10-year down 3.30 seconds, yield 2.24%. Gold higher by 3.06 the ounce to 1310, up by two tenths of 1%. And again, crude oil down six tenths of 1% to 49.59 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you so much, Mr. Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Tuesday, and this is Bloomberg. Brian Kelly's wife is gas. Hennessy Funds. He uh, runs a Hennessy Gas Utility Johnson, Fund. Really, really, <laughs> that worked. That worked. It's the Ramones. I, you know, maybe it's time to take some more vacation time. I don't know if I possibly could, but I'll try <laughs> I don't know next that week. You could either. Uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, uh, Ryan uh, joins us right now. Ryan Kelly, a portfolio manager with Hennessy Funds and Hennessy's Gas Utility Fund, focused on Nat Gas. And uh, Ryan, it's so fascinating what's happened to Nat Gas in the last, let's call it, ten years or so. Um, that the the prices have just remained so low for so long, but it's really changed the kind of use cases for gas. What do you, do you have sort of grand investment themes with, with gas that are sort of different than what they might have been in prior uh, decades? Uh, well, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is um, about ten years ago. We went from a situation where we were constrained as a as a nation as far as the amount of natural gas that we had available to us. Um, we ended up um, with through advanced technologies, hydraulic fracturing, as well as uh, horizontal drilling, which you mentioned before. Uh, that allowed us to find a much more abundant supply, be able to get at this supply much better. And now we're actually producing more natural gas than we ever have in the past. 
We're also consuming more natural gas than we ever had in the past. And in fact, interestingly, in the last 10 years, we've seen the overall amount of energy that we use in the United States actually down about 2%. Hmm. But during that same amount of time, the use of natural gas has gone up 28%. And essentially what it's doing it's is it's cheap. It's cheap. It's um, abundant. It's abundant. It's uh, envi- it's of all the fossil fuels. It's sort yeah. of the best from an environmental point of view. So it's all within our political control. We produce ninety five percent of what we need right here in the United States, and that's only because we choose to export it to Mexico and, and other places. So Ryan, if you pull up a chart, I took a ten year chart of nat gas, the commodity. I mean, you know, back in what two thousand eight, we were up at almost fourteen. Yep. And here we are today at what three and change. Three and change, and we've been in sort of the two to three dollar range for quite some time. I was going to say three is not so bad, given where it's been. Yeah, and I think we're we're expecting it to stay uh, sort of low and stable pricing for quite some time, and that's that's really the investment thesis behind this fund. It's the uh, Hennessy Gas Utility Fund, but it's actually focused more on the distribution side of the business and the delivery of natural gas. So low prices help us because over time, the when prices stay low. It means more people are using natural gas, more people are uh, wanting to use natural gas. Power plants are burning natural gas instead of coal, Mm -hmm. and that's all increasing the demand. And for these companies, they're toll takers. When the meter spins, that means means there's more (laughs) uh, money for them, and the cost of the commodity is actually passed on to the consumer. But that's not always the case. When you look at some companies, I look at like Energy Transfer Partners. I mean, that stock's down 23% this year. Uh, gotten walloped, uh, and you'd think a big pipeline operator would benefit from this kind of thing. That's true. Um, and, you know, the pipelines have not done as well. And, and our, our, our fund is, it's, there's three different buckets to the fund. One is the major pipeline companies. And they are the ones that have actually been uh, lagging of recent uh, times. And the other two buckets are the... Is that the push pushback against... The building uh, of pipelines? Is that why or what? Part of it. It's also they're um, <clears throat> driven both by oil and natural gas. Okay. And, um, you know, it's, it's still it's a volumetric type thing. It's more that moves through the system is the more money they make. But um, with forgive me, price, you were talking about your portfolio. Sure, yeah. but um, so the other the other two buckets are the multi utilities. These are the ones that are electric and natural gas, and then also just the pure play natural gas companies. And uh, those two buckets. Uh, are outperforming the S&P this year, for instance. They're doing very well. So, uh, again, so the, you call them lagging. Do you do you expect them to pick up sort of later in a cycle or something? Or what, how do you start to look at those pipeline companies just to close the loop on that? Yeah, I think that they'll 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 catch up as well. They're they've uh, come back somewhat this year, but they're they're wrapped up in what's going on in energy in general. And if you look at the S and P energy, um, uh, the, the energy portion of the S and P five hundred, that's down ten percent or so this year. So um, it still comes down to. Um, you know, these producers um, with producing oil and shipping oil around the company and, and natural gas around the country, as that continues to, to get better, I think that these pipeline companies will come back as well. Um, you know, I'm looking at one of them, OGS, One Gas. Yes. I mean, this is actually one that's doing fairly well this year. It's up 17%, certainly if you're a bullish on, on a name, uh, with a dividend yield of about two and a quarter percent. You like this one? Yes, uh, One Gas, OGS, they, they are your traditional pure play natural gas utilities. Yeah. So they just literally deliver natural gas to the house and to industry and whatever. And um, they've been doing this, but what's helping them is that they're able to reinvest in their infrastructure. So there's a lot of talk right now uh, about investing in infrastructure. Well, the natural gas industry has done very well over the last seven or eight years in replacing pipes, 
and modernizing the system <clears throat> and expanding pipes. And this actually, what it allows them to do is the more they invest in their business, the more that they make because they ultimately are able to make a, a, an attractive return by replacing what they have. So yep. one guess, they increased dividends by 20% this year, for instance. Interesting name. Um, fun to talk about the space. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. You bet. Ryan Kelly, he's portfolio manager at Hennessy Fund, $6.7 billion in assets under management, based in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Tuesday. This is Adrian Mitchell right now. She's in our 991 newsroom in Washington, D.C. with World and National News headlines. Thank you, Corey and Carol. A powerful earthquake has struck near Mexico City, toppling at least one building and knocking out electricity. Smoke rose in the financial district as people ran out into the streets from swaying buildings. Even though it is about 75 miles away from Mexico City, people there still felt this earthquake because of how strong it was. Meteorologist Alan Chinchar in Atlanta, fallen concrete and shattered glass littered the streets. U.S. geologists measure the quake at magnitude 7.1. President Trump has spoken bluntly to North Korea in his first address to the United Nations. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. The United States is ready, willing and able, but hopefully... This will not be necessary. The president says if the standoff over North Korea's nuclear program does lead to war, the U.S. would have no choice but to totally destroy. Trump also called out Iran, Syria, Cuba and Venezuela and said we'll see soon whether the U.S. will withdraw from the Iran nuclear agreement. The Caribbean, threatened by yet another powerful hurricane, Maria is on track to hit Puerto Rico after hitting Dominica overnight, also expected to hit the Virgin Islands. The president's pick to be the next ambassador to Russia says Russia meddled in the election. John Huntsman said at his confirmation hearing that there is no question that the Russian government did interfere. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Adrian Mitchell.